My name is D-Share, and one truth about the hustle is, it's real. So real. (laughs) (laughs) You're now tuned in to Grow Behind the Hustle, the podcast created to encourage, celebrate, and share real stories from the women behind the hustle. I am your host, Lucretia L.C. Thomas. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting with my friend, Deshera Whitaker, who's the creator of Love Peridot, a lifestyle boutique with a curated collection of jewelry, travel, and home. If you think that it's necessary to leave your corporate hustle to pursue your dreams, it's not. Deshera shows us that you can choose what works best for you. After running her online business for two years, Deshera successfully opened her first brick and mortar location in Chicago during fourth quarter of 2018, while continuing to work her full-time corporate job. Listen in as we discuss how to find peace in the journey of success, how to make your corporate skills work in your side hustle, and how communication leads to opportunities. Hey, Deshare, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for chatting with me today. How's it going? Hey, girl. It's going well. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm excited. So, y'all, me and Deshare, we met um, before when I was doing a project with having a book club. Uh, it was before Girl Behind the Hustle. It was not your nana's book club. I think we connected. We connected on Instagram, right? We did. Okay, so we connected on Instagram. You came to the meeting, and... This little part about how actual girl behind the hustle got started was kind of part of a conversation that you and I had after the book club discussion. And we were just talking about, you know, everything that goes on behind the hustle and how people don't really see everything and how we wanted to kind of share and how you thought it was a good idea to kind of start sharing stuff like that. And it was like mm-hmm. one of those moments where it was like, ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm really thankful for that. I think it was one of those conversations that came at a really pivotal time. So super thankful for that moment. I love it. And just tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, Well, I am in corporate. I work in corporate every day. Um, And I also run a business, Love Peridot, um, which is located in Roosevelt Collection. Um, And that's about it. I'm married. Just a regular schmegular girl from Chicago for the most part. And when did you open Love Peridot? I opened, I actually launched Love Peridot online three years ago. Okay. Is that mm-hmm. something that you always wanted to do? What led you to kind of get into retail? It is not something that I always wanted to do. <laughs> um, but it kind of came out of um, some pain that I was going through a few years ago. My mother-in-law was ill and um, just decided to launch it out of that. However, a long time ago, I did get the, like a tiny little push to do it back in the days to say, you know what, I'm going to start a store that's going to have all of these exclusive items you know, just talking and passing. I really didn't think nothing of it. But um, going through that hard time, it just made me realize that whatever dream is, even if it's a small dream on your heart, you should go for it because life is too short. So, And where did the name come from? The name came from a literal love of Peridot. Peridot is my birthstone. I was born in August. And August is a very important month for me. I got married in August. I got engaged in August. 
Um, most things that are pivotal in my life happen in August. So just a love for Peridot. And initially, we were only jewelry. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of came out of that. But now we're, you know, gearing towards lifestyle. But I still, the name is just so distinctive, I decided to keep it. And so when you you first started in jewelry, and it was mainly online, what kind of made you want to transition from jewelry, you know, just doing online jewelry to having like a brick and mortar and switching over to lifestyle? Well, the brick and mortar was not something that was planned. Um, but as far as lifestyle, I just started seeing a need for more items that us hustlers could use in, the, in our day to day. So I wanted to add those things. I love travel accessories and just things that we can use every day in our everyday hustle. However, I started uh, finding a lot of things that had inspirational sayings, motivational sayings, and it made me want to empower my customer with those things. So I just started adding more and more of those lifestyle, inspirational lifestyle items to the store. And you said the brick and mortar wasn't planned. I've heard this story. I feel like it's such an inspirational story. Can you share a little bit about how your brick and mortar came about? Sure. So about six months ago, actually maybe seven months ago, around the holidays, 2018, I was seeking vending opportunities, which I do every year. So I was uh, seeking like, um, opportunities for the specifically for the holidays a man uh, I think he's a retail broker to this day I don't know how this man find, <laughs> found my information um he reached out to me via email and he said you know I see your store on Instagram on social media and I just think you will be a great asset to uh Block 37 a pop-up that we're doing at Block 37 so I was interested in that because I had done a pop-up prior with Boss Bay pop-up shop about a year or two ago. So I said, yeah, you know, uh, I'm definitely interested. So he came back and told me the price, which was outlandish. Like, it was no way I could afford that. So I said, you know, I'm not interested right now, but I'll keep you posted um, next year. Mm -hmm. So he said, well... Actually, I do have another opportunity in Roosevelt Collection if you're interested. So I was like, if I can't afford Block 37, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I can't afford uh, Roosevelt Collection. So he was like, you know what? You never know. Talk to the manager. So I did. I set up a viewing. The space, I just fell in love with it. It was just like almost meant to be we negotiated a contract negotiated the rent everything was just it was just like a godsend so I work I work every day but luckily I work from home so I was able to do all of this um stay at the store when I'm able to because I work from home so it all just it just worked out it was like it was meant to be yeah, I just feel like it's just so amazing. You know, he reached out to you to do a pop-up and it's like, oh, well, you know, that you being open and communicating, you know, why this was not going to work for you, led him to kind of present you with a whole different offer that maybe mm-hmm. that was not even in the forefront of his mind at all. 
exactly. just because you were opening, you communicated like, you know, this isn't going to work. He's like, oh, you know, here, well, here's something else that I have going on. Mm-hmm. So just being open to receiving whatever is, you know, going to come your way. Exactly. I just think that works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. What uh, what challenges have you experienced with, you know, you have this online, now you got the brick and mortar, you're still being, um, balancing and managing corporate. What What is that like? Like, what challenges did you go through? It's very challenging. Um, the number one challenge is getting rest and finding time for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm doing it, I'm I'm literally juggling both of them at the same time. Um, and for the most part, I work at Love Parado full time, so I'm basically juggling two full time jobs. Um, so yeah, rest is the number one thing that um, is difficult in this season. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it is you. You straight up, you have full two full time jobs. Mm-hmm. Like your side hustle was started as a side hustle, became another full time. And exactly. there are so many people that say, "I don't have time. How can I do both?" Like, how is it that you actually manage both of them? You know what? It's so hard. And honestly, I'll say by the grace of God, because um, it just works out. I have a really amazing support system, you know, if I do want to take a break or if I do need to take a break, I have that system that says, you know what, take this entire weekend and just go do you. Mm -hmm. So I do find time or, you know, I have those people in my life that make me take the time. Um, So it's just working out. Honestly, I'm not stressed. I'm just my calendar, my, you know, just finding systems that, uh, help me make it happen without getting burned out. And is there anything you wish you would have known when you actually began that maybe you've learned along the way? Um, there's a lot, like as far as operations and just the back of the house retail mm-hmm. things that you know you don't know when you're online just as a business owner period I was never I may have worked in retail once or twice twice when I was a teenager and that lasted maybe a week like retail was never my thing so I don't know much about retail I have degrees in business and finance um, but retail is my downfall however I've learned so much in the six months that I've been here um that I could probably like do an ebook or mm-hmm. a, a course or something on it. So yeah, yeah, definitely that back of house stuff. I told you myself, like I found that to be the most challenging because you go in the stores and you know it's mm-hmm. cute. You grab the item, you go to the register. That's that. But yeah. the back of the house stuff with exactly. all the skews and the markup and the percentage, it's, like that's a whole another beast. It is. It is. So. Who do you look to or what do you look to for motivation to kind of get you through when you're having those challenging times? I I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I listen to this one, Girl Behind the Hustle. I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. Oh, yeah, I, I love, love her too. Um, Stephen Furtick, like he is, he always puts me back on track. Mm-hmm. So, um, Definitely a favorite. Yeah, just taking time to just you know, tap into those resources, um, that those, that those type of resources help me a lot. Mm-hmm. 
And I know two of the ones you name are definitely faith-based um, podcasts. So what ways has your faith kind of helped you with your growth or with your journey? Tremendously. Um, I would say without my faith, I wouldn't, this opportunity would not have presented itself. I would not have went for it. It would not be as successful. So my faith in God is the center of this opportunity, period. So but me and Deshera go to the same church. So shout out to South City. <laughs> yes. So when is the last time you would say someone underestimated you? I would say this opportunity has shown um some it's rare this ugly head, I guess I could say. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you are excelling forward you you notice a lot of things a lot of people that are not for you mm-hmm. um and they may try to get in the way but um I think I just got off track I was about to preach but I got off track with no nah, come on come on with the come on because <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth and I think that's something that it's not talked about a lot, you know, mm-hmm. because I think I just sent you the thing about Oprah. And it's like when you're excelling and you're experiencing success mm-hmm. and maybe someone else isn't, the mm-hmm. ugliness that kind yeah. of appears. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of see who's for you, what's for you, you know, it's, but I'm open to that. Like, I trust God. I trust that, you know, as I move forward, he is going to remove or add as needed. So I trust all of that. I trust the journey. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if I lose a person or I lose something just isn't going as I go forward, that, that thing or that person is not going forward with me. I know that it wasn't meant to stay. It's not meant for my story. So. And it takes a certain amount, I think, of peace, right? Mm-hmm. To get to that place. You know, yeah, it, I think it takes a strong amount. It does. And then there's also, you know, the people who say, you know, they just can't, that are interested in kind of leaping out on faith and starting something new. Um, and they don't have like a certain amount of like measurement of security or something like that, mm-hmm. where they want to pursue their dreams or their goals. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a number? I know you're balancing both. Do you have a number or a certain measurement of security that would make you leave your corporate job to do this full time? Or do you see yourself kind of stand along this path of, you know, having both of those streams of income? You know what? Um, I kind of, I think about that. And I haven't really said, okay, I want to do this full time or, but it is an option. And I think in order for me to take that step, I, you know, people take it and they're just like, you know, I just, I quit my job after, you know, 15 years and I'm just going for it. No, I Mm -hmm. need to have security. So that means whatever salary I'm making, I need to be able to take that same salary out of love paradox. You know what I'm saying? In order to quit or at least be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I need to be able to handle those responsibilities without being stressed. Cause that's the one thing, like I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be stressed, but I trust God, but you know, I trust he's not going to put me 
in a bad situation. So me leaving my job right now, that will put me in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I've played with the idea of doing it, but right now that's not um, a priority. Okay. What don't we see behind it all? What's going on behind the scenes? Tell us a little bit kind of about like the grace and the grit. What don't we see? What's going on behind the scenes is it's insane. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it's, you know, getting up at 536 o'clock, try to get a workout in to, uh, you know, chill for a second, get your mind right, take a shower, get on the train by 813 to get to the store so you can log on to work by nine. Like nobody sees that. The mm-hmm. meetings that I have to take in between customers for my job, and you know, it, it's a lot. It's juggling. It's staying till eight or nine to finish those state taxes that are already late, like they were due April twenty second. But May tenth, you're trying to commit those taxes. Like it's a lot. And what do you want us to know about the woman behind the hustle? Who is she outside of her hustle? The woman behind the hustle is human. Mm-hmm. You know, she she goes through shit. She goes through a lot. You know, she tries to balance it all. Um, she may not have a life outside of the hustle. She needs to develop a life outside of the hustle. She needs to pour into herself as much as she pours into her hustle, you know? Um so yeah, it's it's a lot of grit, but it, it's a lot of grace. It's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely absolutely worth it. But like you said, it's both yeah. <laughs> definitely the grit and the grace. Yes. And so what are you currently working on? So I know this week we have our book club meeting and Deshira mm-hmm. has been so gracious to let us host it there. So tell the listeners a little bit about what we have coming up this upcoming Wednesday. We are going to be discussing Girl Stop Apologizing um, by Rachel Hollis. Um, and we're going to have a flower bar. We're going to have some bites, some sips from Social Sparkling, which is a Chicago-based, um, I think they're a low-calorie spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm just looking forward to fellowshipping with my girl. Yes. Definitely, y'all, it's so important to kind of kick it with people in real life. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing how the internet and all the social media can bring us together. But to actually get together in real life, to kind of have that girlfriend mm-hmm. time, kind of just have like, hey, girl, I see you moments and what are mm-hmm. you working on? And not even always just about the hustle talk, but just, you yes. know, just regular talk. It's just, so necessary. It's necessary. Is absolutely mm-hmm. necessary. Like most of us are just kind of buried in our phones all day or buried mm-hmm. in the computer screen, but just to be able to be around other women who are kind of mm-hmm. along that same path and journey as you. It's just an amazing form of self-care, I think. It really is. So hope you guys can join us um, tomorrow on Wednesday. And so this part of the episode is called The Real Deal Moment. And so I just want to take a couple of minutes to go behind the hustle and talk a little bit about you as a woman. So how do you define self-care and what does that look like for you? Self-care for me is 
anything positive that allows you to pour into you. So for me, that could be a visit to Target, a visit to Home Goods. Yes. Um, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> I mean, seriously though, like so peaceful going through every aisle looking at all of this stuff, you know, it that is. you really can't afford, but you probably gonna leave out with two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yep. Anyway. You can't um, you can't leave Target under fifty dollars. You no cannot. You cannot. Um or just, even if it's just making time to read a book. I can't remember the last time I read a book, but I do ensure that I read devotionals daily. Um, serving at my church. I love serving at Soul City. And that's, that feels like a form of self-care to me because I'm pouring into me, but I'm also pouring into others. And I love to do that. So, And what's a quote, a verse, or a mantra that keeps you encouraged? Something that I say all the time, and I keep this in mind, um, because as hustlers, we deal with imposter syndrome a lot. Um, yeah, absolutely. I always say what's for me is for me. Um, my journey and story, that's just what it is. It's mine, you know, and mm-hmm. I have to trust that whatever happens that's you know regardless of what's happening in another business this is my business this is my journey so I just trust that what's for me is for me and then is there a tool or app or something that helps you manage your life work that you couldn't live without yes my google keep is like a lifesaver for me my calendar the reminder app all of those um our lifesavers for me every day. Yeah, me too. Those are definitely my go-tos as well. What do you want people to say about you when you aren't in the room? I want people to say D is doing her thing. Like, um, whenever people are in my company, I always want them to feel at home. But when they leave me, I want them to leave with some type of encouragement, motivation, inspiration, something. Like when you leave Love Parallel, you leave my residence, you know, we're at a restaurant. Whenever you leave me, I want you to take something away. So I'm hoping that that's being discussed, what they took from our last convo or their last visit. And fill in the blank. My name is, and one truth about the hustle is. My name is Desher, and one truth about the hustle is, it's real. So real. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely real. (laughs) Thank you, girlfriend, so much for taking time out of your busy morning to chat with the listeners today. You know, I love you and appreciate you. Can't wait to hang out with you tomorrow. Tell the listeners a little bit about how they can connect with you. You can connect with Love Paradol at Shop Love Paradol on all social media platforms. Also, you can visit us in person. We're located at the Roosevelt Collection, 1114 South Delano Court from 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday and 12 to 5 on Sunday. Yes, and you guys have to visit the store here in Chicago. It is the cutest. It is so well designed. It just Everything just looks perfect in here. You will love it. And one more thing, www.loveparadol.com. Thank you.
Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. So the next time someone tells you that you need to make a leap of faith and quit your job, girl, let them know you don't have to quit that good corporate job. (laughs) If it works for you, do what works for you. If it's not working, yeah, leave. But if it's working for you, there's options. You definitely have options. So if you've enjoyed this episode and all of our previous episodes, please rate and subscribe and review the podcast and even share with a friend. I would love to hear from you. You can send an email or connect via Instagram or Facebook at Girl Behind the Hustle. My email is heygirl at girlbehindthehustle.com. And if you're in Chicago and will be attending our event tomorrow, I can't wait to meet you. If you're interested, we do still have tickets available. You can find those at girlbehindthehustle.com or via Eventbrite if you search Girl Stop Apologizing Book Club Discussion. Until next week, hustle and grace.